Welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of How She Creates. Today, Kaylee and I are walking you through the process of how you can reflect on your year creatively and what questions you can ask to help you determine what creative goals you should focus on in 2018. Welcome to How She Creates. I'm your creative fairy godmother, Lauren. I'm here to take you behind the scenes with all your favorite makers to learn how they create. We'll discuss what it means to live a creative lifestyle, the best resources and tools for making, where to find inspiration, and so much more. I hope these conversations encourage you to make more stuff and share it with the world so we can all see how you create. How She Creates is sponsored by Get Messy Art Journal. Get Messy is an art journal membership community that shares tutorials, inspirations, prompts, challenges, and more each week. Get Messy's goal is to help you nurture your creativity, become the artist you desire to be, and find your creative community. When you sign up for Get Messy's mailing list, you get access to three free classes, one on how to find your creative style, introduction to Art Journal 101, and Art Journal 102, Elevate Your Art Journaling. Get Messy has an amazing community of artists who are waiting to welcome and support you in your art journey. Learn more and sign up for Get Messy in their awesome newsletter at getmessyartjournal.com. Welcome back to another episode of How She Creates. I am really, really excited about this episode. This is going to be the last one for 2017 before 2018 comes. And I have Kaylee on today and we are talking about um, creative reflecting and planning. So we're going to walk you guys through a series of questions to help you reflect and think back on what your creativity was like in 2017. And we have some questions and prompts for you to work through for getting ready for 2018 and to see kind of what creative things you want to invite in and you want to accomplish. And so we're going to also answer those questions here for you so you can kind of hear how we walk through the process. Um, And if you would like the questions printed out in a nice worksheet for you, you can sign up for my newsletter list, which which is just lauren-likes.com slash newsletter. And of course, all the show notes and everything are going to be um, on my website at lauren-likes.com slash podcast. And so all the information is always going to be there for you and you can grab the show notes and um, you can grab the questions from my newsletter, but you can just see the show notes or anything that we mentioned will be on the website. And so as always, you can follow me at Lauren Likes blog on Instagram and Kaylee is at Kaylee Gray on Instagram. So we'd love to have you come hang out with us and um, check us out on Instagram. But now we are ready to get started. Um, unless we have any announcements. Oh, I do have one announcement. Mm. Uh, two, maybe. Um, the Get Messy is having a Christmas sale right now, a um, Christmas gift shop. So if you would like to give someone the gift of Get Messy or you would like to receive the gift of Get Messy, you can get access to one of our courses or to a membership. All of those things are in our gift shop and you get a really beautiful card that you can actually print out and hand someone if you want, if it's someone like you know and like physical person, or if you want to send it to someone, we have an email all written out for you that all you have to do is copy and paste and send it to them. And so again, that's going to be at the show notes, but you can also grab that just at getmessyartjournal.com. Um, 
Okay. And that's all. We'll get into the rest later. So we'll get started. Kaylee, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us again today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What's up, Florence? I I feel like I said we were going to have you on more this season, but it just flew by. Yes, it did flow by, especially when like um, I've got a baby that doesn't like napping. Yeah. Um, but so I will say in summary of what both of our years have been like, I think we both had really good years, but I definitely think this was one of the This is probably the biggest transition year of our whole lives. Wouldn't you say? Both of us. Definitely. We did like a freaky Friday and we swapped. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) So I sent Lauren a picture, a Photoshop picture of like freaky Friday with her face as Lindsay Lohan and my face as the other woman. Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes, yes. That one. I sent it to her and Lauren was just like, you didn't know that I was saying you freaky Friday. It was, it was because it's just such an old picture and it just, it was hilarious. I mean, it was, uh, I feel like I should show it somewhere. I'll like put it on my Instagram stories or something. It was the funniest <laughs> picture I've ever seen, but I definitely could not place the hair because that's all it was, was the hair that I had to go by. But it was definitely funnier if you knew that it was Freaky Friday and that was us like swapping. <laughs> I don't know why you thought I just photoshopped us onto like random people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we we freaked yeah. friday this year yeah except so, yeah i didn't take your baby unless your baby was work full-time <laughs> the, the metaphor is not carrying here though no but but we get it so give us like a one minute summary of what your your year was like a one minute summary um mm. not having any sleep um there's the summary finish um my creative my creativity completely changed um i finally realized what not having time means Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i've learned new ways to create um every time i create it's a completely different experience to when it was last year to what it was last year there's my summary what about yours nice um i would say mine would be it was a big year of like loss and gain as we moved. And then, um, you know, I transitioned into working for myself and forget messy full time and, and figuring out how to own that title as an artist and kind of reinventing myself and, and uh, introducing myself as that to people. That's been a interesting thing to learn to say and to explain. And then the the time management of that has been a really uphill battle and figuring out like I am an artist now full time, but I can go a week without making anything. Does that count? Um, so yes, I'm really excited to go through these questions and talk, talk through all of this, but that I would say that would be my summary. Yeah. I think both of us have had like time as a a thing, just in completely different ways. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I both, but I think we both had really good years. Like, Great you know, years. Yeah. It was, it's amazing. You have the cutest baby of all time and I have my dream job and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. These are, this is best year yet for both of us, right? Oh, I would like a little bit less stressful. (laughs) (laughs) 
2018. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was maybe a little less sadness in 2018. Oh. Yeah. Just just from like moving and and just restarting, there's just a lot of sadness in that. But anyway, okay, so let's get started. So Kaylee wrote these questions last year and sent them out to her newsletter list. And I got them while I was traveling. And I just remember freaking out and being so excited about these questions. And they were just, um, I just felt like they were the first creative questions that I had really seen geared towards creatives to process through your year. And so I was really excited to do them and thinking just about creativity because everything else I see is, you know, just just kind of like such a big year in general. Don't don't you think, Haley? Is that why you wrote them? Why did you write yes. them? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that creativity is something that we need to be intentional about as well you know it shouldn't just be something that we do when we've got free time or um, when we've got nothing else to do or like something that's secondary to everything else so if we have like a list of questions and it makes it a lot easier to be intentional about it to take a look back at everything that we've done to celebrate what we had done you know like um Mm -hmm. last year with the pregnancy I hadn't I felt like I hadn't created anything and I was in a bit of a low place from that and just like reflecting on what I had done and celebrating that I realized oh okay like you know I actually did make a lot and my creative soul was fulfilled last year and then also like it was a good way to um to grow it's kind of like like when you and I started um get messy when we started and we said okay we want to be an art we want to be artists but we're not making art so let's make art you know we made a plan around it and then you know like we became artists we're both full-time artists now which is pretty amazing you know when we compared to when we started um and we did that because we were being intentional and we were making sure that we were on track and you know we looked at what we wanted to do and we made a plan and I think that it's very important to do that with creativity. It's just as important as other goals in our life. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think it's hard to quantify creativity unless you did like a 365 project and you can say I created, you know, 250 days out of 365. It's like you said, you have to find a way to measure how your creative soul was fulfilled. And I feel like these questions do a really good job of, of helping get at the heart of that. And and you're right. When I was, I felt very discouraged this year, and we're going to talk about this with the first question. Um, but when I answered them, I realized that I did more creative things than I can physically count. Um, and so this is a really great exercise, I think, for anyone who's creative to do. So like I said, you know, write these questions down, answer them along with us, sign up for the newsletter so you can get them printed out, whatever you want to do. Um, I just think it's really important to sit down. I probably took, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes to sit down and answer these. And they're the same questions from last year. So I love that we ha- I have last year's answers to compare to this year and then next year's. And so it, it's a good way of measuring and comparing your create your creative growth and output each year. Exactly. Yeah. So let's get started with the first question. So how did you feel creatively in 2017? So I felt in the beginning of 2017, I felt completely um, 
creatively broken. I felt like I wasn't making anything. I couldn't, all my regular ways of trying to create were not working. Um, you know, like I used to take days and like create for the whole day and now I didn't have the days. So I thought like, I'll never be able to create again. I'll never be able to do anything creative. And then the second half, I feel completely renewed and somehow I managed to figure out how I how I could like do the stuff that I was enjoying beforehand and I feel like it's it's leveled up I'm quite excited I think if we if we had these questions six months ago I would not be as optimistic about it as I am now yes I think it's also important to to look at how much can change and how much you can accomplish in it in a year span if you look at it just from like a month to month basis it can feel overwhelming but to look back over a year you see a huge with the growth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think, yeah, you can't, you can't look at small parts of time and you can't look too big. I think year is, is the kind of, um, time period that makes sense. Yes. And I felt very kind of meh this year also, um, because everything in my life changed. I quit my job. I've moved countries. I was homeless for like four months, moved to a new place, started, you know, a new job in a new country. And so I feel like this was definitely a season of, of like life and transition for me and not so much creativity. And, and when I think of creativity, I think maybe we should define this. Like I think of it as like painting. So if I wasn't painting, I was not being creative. Um, what do you think yours would be? Making things that are not on the computer. Ooh, yes. And that's a broad definition though, because sometimes, yeah, sometimes computer things that I make also make me feel creative, but usually not. Yes. Yes. And that's, and that's also what I have to remind myself and balance out. You know, I spent, so I was working a full-time job and doing it messy and running my site and things. And so I would have to prioritize, you know, we have customers to get messy. So I would have to do that instead of making art in the evenings after work. And so, but I have to remember that writing prompts, you know, writing courses and things, those are creative. Um, but a lot of it's on the computer. And I agree when I'm off the computer, I do feel more creative, even though I know that being on the computer sometimes is still creating. Yeah. I need that tangible. Yeah. I think it's something like about being refreshed. Like I think that digital creativity is not very refreshing. Mm -hmm. So where you are filling your creative well, it's not like, it's not like new water. Oh gosh. Metaphors. This is making sense. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And so I think when I looked back on my year and I really started to think about it, I did do a lot of creative projects. I finished the 100-day year, 100-day year, the 100-day project, um, which was a huge creative, you know, project for me, even though it was still, um, it was digital, you know, it was photography and writing. Um, so I kind of think that was where I kind of hung in the limbo with a lot of that. But out of that project came, you know, my whole course stories from here, which actually, you know, launches today. So people are, you know, can, can get in that. And that is a huge creative project. Um, but I also, as I looked back and I started making lists, I probably threw eight different baby and wedding showers this year. Um, 
I just had so many friends get married and have babies. And those are huge creative projects, you know, all the decorating and baking and, you know, designing invitations and like games and stuff. And so I did a lot of creative things. And so I feel like my creativity was not so much physical as it was um, creative acts. Mm. Um, And so I, I, you know, I did all those things through like serving others and planning events um, and launching new things. Um, Maybe it's like, maybe it's like the love languages, you know, maybe they're creative love languages. Ooh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Yes, I absolutely think that's true. Um, And, and yes, those events definitely do fill my well. Like I um, actually didn't go to one of the showers or two of the showers. Actually, I was sick from one and I don't know why I couldn't go to the other one, but I still helped decorate and create all the decor and it made me so happy. They were like, we feel bad that you're doing all this work and you're not coming. And I was like, no, this is the fun part. The non-fun part is sitting at the party, like talking to strangers, like this, like making banners is the fun stuff for me. So yeah, that is a good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Part of all this reflection, it's good to have a look at what you consider creativity and also to realize that, you know, there are a lot of things that are creative that we might not necessarily immediately recognize as creative. Yes. Mm-hmm. So next question. Are you happy with the quantity that you made this past year? So I am totally, totally including Elliot as one of my creative <laughs> projects as yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think like a human is that's okay. It's like the ultimate. <laughs> well, it's like like you were talking about the hundred day project and I was like, okay, you sorted for the year. I'm like that is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Anything more than that is just showing off. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, um, I would say no, because for me, I want those physical things If I want to have had a hundred paintings finished. Um, but I see it understandably and can reflect back on this was a season of like, you know, creative acts of service not of physical paintings kind of thing well then maybe you need to rephrase that question for yourself like um based on the fact that you moved countries you were you didn't have a home for four months based on all of these things are you happy with your quantity like are you happy with the fact like this was not a season of creating for you was a season of change and all of that so based on that are you happy with the amount of things is it still still want to i still want to say no i just i yeah i think i could have pushed to to do more and i think it's it's a um a big expectation that i have on myself and and that i need to kind of lift that but i also don't want to because i want to push to make more um I've been using the Moments app and I was on my phone when I started using it. I was on my phone over four hours a day. And since I've been using it, I've gotten it down to about an hour, hour and a half. And those are just um, like, you know, texting someone or like, you know, like writing in my notes app. Um, And so I think it's just been a big eye opener of I did have more time this year and I used a lot of it kind of on like Instagram. Uh-oh. And not positively. <laughs> yeah, interesting. That's a good. What is it called? Moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a free version, and then I bought the upgraded version because I wanted the reminders because it'll tell you, 
you've been browsing your phone for 15 minutes now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, well, like how did that even happen? I have no idea. Um, is it like and those it will time, lock you out. Is it like those time tracking apps on the computer where they tell you what you've been doing? Like do they say, yes. oh, you've been on Facebook, the Facebook app or? Yes, yes, it does. It'll say, it shows you, it like you keep it running in the background all the time. So every time you open your phone, you can see how many minutes you've been on the phone on your phone that day. And then at the end of the day, it'll tell you how many times you just picked it up, how many times, how many minutes you were on each app. Um, it gives you like some bigger insights and it gives you like goals and challenges and, and stuff to do and prompts. Like I was saying, um, but yeah, it, it was very eye opening. Definitely add that to the show notes. I think that's important for people to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, And you can, and I like it that you can set it to not track certain things. So like, I don't think that it tracks when I'm playing music because if I'm playing music, that means I'm working or painting. Yeah. Um, So I definitely don't want it to be like, you know, you were on the phone for six hours. I was like, no, I was painting for six hours. Um, But yeah, so you you can customize it. It's like three or $4 if you buy the whole thing. Um, Anyway. um, So are you happy with the, oh, no. I was just re- I was just excited about the next question. Oh, okay. <laughs> so moving along, are you excited with the – are you happy about the quality of what you made this year? Yeah. So I am. I think that this year was definitely more quality over quantity, mainly because I've got like 10 minutes to create at a time. So I've been like – like I'm working on the same thing for much longer than previously – and, um, you know, when you walk away and then come back to look at something, you've got fresh eyes and it's usually much better. Um, so this year was a year of fresh eyes, like repeatedly, repeatedly on whatever I was making. So the quality went up. And you? Yes. Yes. I would definitely say yes. I definitely saw my style definitely grow a lot this year. And I, this was definitely the year I transitioned to painting onto canvases and it's, it's been slow, but I have, it's kind of, it's been like one that like dream in the back of my mind that I like couldn't do because I wasn't a real artist. And so I'm slowly pushing myself to paint on canvases and I love it. And I can see like you're saying how it's growing and how things are changing. I agree. I think your quality is also up this year. It's been really cool to see yeah. And, and I think like even with the 100 day project and seeing that that was such a popular thing that people wanted me to turn it into a course and um, and how that the quality of that has grown exponentially from what I could have achieved a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so is there anything you wished that you did, but you didn't creatively last year, this year? Yes. Everything. yeah yeah I think that's mine too I wish I just would have put in more time to art journal and paint yeah yeah I feel like yeah especially these past few months it's been very interesting time where I've just had to learn how to say no and um I remember like I always listen to podcasts and read books and blog posts and everything about how difficult it is to say no and I used to laugh and be like it's not difficult to say no, you just say no. And then I realized this year when I actually did have to say no to projects and stuff, um, at least in the beginning, it's weird to say no because you're not saying no 
I mean, you're saying no because you've got no time, um, but you're not you're not saying no because you don't want to. You really, really want to. It's not. Ah, so the difficulty is in saying no to yourself, not to the other person. Yes. Yes. So that's what that's what I'm going through. <laughs> yes, I think I have experienced the exact same thing of I say yes to everyone else and no to me constantly. And, you know, I will have one email in my inbox and I'm like, oh, I need to go do that. And then I'm like, well, while I'm here, you know, I guess I could do these other things, you know, for this other project for someone else or for whatever. And I'm like, no, I need to go spend 10 minutes, like you were saying, just 10 minutes a day painting and then I can come do this. And so, and I've been practicing doing that and I'm like, I feel so much better and everything still got done and no one's mad at me. Yeah, especially that last one. The only yeah. person that cares is you, really. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so one other thing I'm doing next year. Maybe I'll wait. I'll talk about that when we get to next year's questions. Okay. Um, so what do you feel like prevented you from creating what you wanted to create? One times tiny human. <laughs> <laughs> is yours the move what's your one you know I struggled with this answer a lot um I think at first the beginning of the year probably two-thirds of the year I would say time and I can like very honestly rest in that one but then this past third of the year when I was here being a full-time artist I think a lot of it was just kind of not having a vision and not knowing my why um I've been really um, thinking about this a lot lately and, and thinking about goal setting and completion and, and how we're able to carry through with things. And it comes back to your why. And if you like with the hundred day project, I knew my why really, really well. Um, and it motivated me to keep going. But if I'm just art journaling just every now and then, for no real goal, it doesn't motivate me to keep going like it did at the beginning when I wanted to grow and become an artist. That is there's such a good point is to know your why. And I think that um, when I was going through like a funk in the beginning with Elliot, my son, um, and I was trying to figure out how I could create and when everything felt like meaningless compared to looking after him, the way that worked for me to translate it um, Especially, okay, so like on maternity leave where I didn't have work, so I didn't need to create for work or I don't know. I felt like there was nothing that I needed to create for, so finding my why. And then eventually what I did is I just I turned his journal into a creative project and then I filled those pages up like like so much. And it doesn't – so your why kind of doesn't need to be this um, like philosophical deep reason why and it doesn't need to be massive um it can just be small and it can just be for like one project or one book or one page Mm -hmm. yes I totally agree and as long as you keep that why whatever it is that will help motivate you to to actually do it yeah um um do you think that if you had other systems in place that what was preventing you from creating do you think that what what would you have needed in order to create instead of not creating I think for me a lot of it because 
you know, I've talked about this a lot about um, Gretchen Rubin's Better Than Before and being an obliger and I need external goals. I just can't really do things for the sake of just doing them. And I like hate that about myself, but it's also, but it's just the truth. And so, you know, I'm thinking maybe next year I want to try and sell some of my artwork. And so giving myself a goal of I need to create 30 pieces so I can sell 10 of them, you know, will will give me some kind of why. Yes. Better than just I want to paint. Please sell your stuff. Hello. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah. And that, I mean, that's so scary um, because I think that, you know, like online classes, there, there's like a more of a barrier, you know, like here's this class, either you want it or you don't. And no one's really going to know how well an online class does unless you tell them. But I feel like with artwork, it's so much more personal and it's so much more, um, individual and it like either sits in the shop and no one buys it and everyone sees that. Or, you know, I know all these famous painters who their shops sell out within minutes. Um, so it's really hard to to balance that and 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 deal with those fears. Oh, yeah. You're so a lot you're, more vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you to do it, not me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um yeah, I just um I want to talk a bit more about this topic uh, because so for me this year Elliot was preventing me from creating, and um, I struggled with it so so much in the beginning when he was a newborn, and I've spoken to like a few new mamas now about this because it's it's just so difficult, and I like now looking back everything's a blur, but I remember that like. And I'm trying to hold on to that that uh, memory of how difficult it was because I don't want to ever forget it so that I can appreciate my time now. But um, what what worked for me, and if you're a new mother listening to this and you're wondering if you're ever going to create again, the answer is yes, I promise you, you're going to create again. And you just need to keep telling yourself even when you don't believe it. Um, and what you need to do is you just need to ask your husband or mother or friend or whatever you have just say okay between one o'clock and half past one I'm going to be in another room and I'm going to be there with my journal and I'm going to be creative um and chances are they're going to do it gladly because they want you to be happy and they want you to create as well and I remember it was like such a difficult thing for me to ask for that um and obviously my husband was like totally willing to do that and he was totally keen for me to be happy obviously but I felt like I felt like such a bad mom to to like need that half an hour away from my baby but yeah so that is my tip to just like just half an hour it, like you know you can do it even if you are breastfeeding or even if you are like if your kid like Elliot didn't nap on any surface except for my chest the whole like his first however many months so yeah that was my half an hour do that make sure that you prioritize it it's just as important as getting a meal in or leaving the house you know create creating is going to make you feel a lot better 
Yes, I absolutely agree. And I say this all the time. Like if you need to schedule it in like a doctor's appointment, because you would not miss a doctor's appointment. And if you did, you would call immediately and reschedule it. Exactly. Um, Even if you don't have a baby, I mean, if you're just busy, if you've got like a lot of work, just half an hour is not a lot of time. Mm-mm. Or or even 10 minute increments, exactly. you know? Yeah. <laughs> there's always, there's, I think when we're going through these, it's important to think of the opportunities as well. And so we can make, um, we can give ourselves reasons for why other things were more important than creating, but there's also the whole thing about giving ourselves, um, so we can we can be kind to ourselves and all that, but there's like a point where we need to realize, you know, we also wasted some time. Yes, and let's talk about that really quickly. <laughs> so I just listened to a podcast from me and Orla, um, and her podcast is called Hashtag Authentic. And it's um, very much about Instagram and about social media and kind of business, but it's also she talks a lot about like self-care and it's a fantastic podcast, whether you're kind of into the business side or not. It's it, This one's a really good one. I'll link to the specific one with Jen Carrington. But they were talking about um, – they both have chronic illness. Uh, but and, and so they were talking about dealing with like being tired and, and needing extra time that other people don't understand. But also just the general person. And this is definitely where I fall into is the, the myth of laziness. And – you know, people are like, oh, I'm just going to be lazy. I'm just being so lazy. I just didn't do anything today. And no, like you are not being lazy. Like as humans, we have to have rest and we are called to recharge and refuel ourselves. And so you are not being lazy. You are recharging and refueling and inspiring and taking care of yourself. And so after that episode, I was like, I'm going to just take a lazy day and see what happens, you know, and I laid on the couch and I watched three of the saddest movies of all time. But, but, you know, but it was just nice to be like, I'm not doing anything today. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I struggle with that. Even in like my art practice of like, well, I shouldn't be doing art because that's almost like being lazy. I should be like working and producing something new to, to sell or to market or I don't know, whatever, just answer emails. Yeah. I think it's all about, um, Knowing ourselves, being yeah. in tune with, yeah, you know when you are when you need to rest, and you know when you are being like lazy. Exactly, exactly. There, yes, there are huge differences in that. Um, so the next question goes towards, I'll say, social media in general. Um, so how how did you feel about your social media use, your blogging, Instagram? Facebook, whatever it is, and do you think that you should invest more in it or do you think you should take more of a break from it? Um, I was useless at that this year, completely. <laughs> and I don't I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so are you okay with that? You're gonna keep going? I am okay with that. Um, I didn't blog this year and I went over to YouTube a bit because I felt like uh, producing the videos and stuff was a creative project within itself uh, and writing became a bit too tedious for me. So I moved over to YouTube, which was a very welcome change. And I think for next year, I want to combine blogging and YouTube. 
I think that'll be my focus. Very nice. Yeah, your videos are really beautiful. And so, yeah, I think that's a good combination of what we were talking about, the physical aspect of art, but then plus the kind of digital creation side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I started blogging again. I had always felt really guilty that I had to stop blogging and I kept saying I was going to come back and I just did not have the time to do that. And I always felt guilty and like ashamed that my blog was just sitting there. Uh, But I finally just, again, had to say like, I don't have time for this. I need to focus on other things. And I really invested in Instagram and I've seen, you know, a huge growth and I've made so many friends and I love Instagram and I do not regret any of that time spent there at all. Um, But at the end of the year, I started blogging again and it was so good for me. I missed writing. I missed teaching in that way. So, so very much. Um, And then of course I got busy and have fallen off a tiny bit. Um, And so that is definitely something I'm going to continue prioritizing. And I got some really great sponsorships and some opportunities um, through blogging this pat that this very end of the year. And so it's definitely something personally and business wise that I am going to invest a lot more in next year. I'm really happy about that. Um, it's so interesting because like I said, I kind of felt like it was done for, and I was like, I'm just going to go back to blogging. Cause everyone says the blogging is dead. I don't know what people are doing instead, but Instagram. they say blogging is dead. I don't, I don't know, but I went back to blogging and I had amazing benefits and I was like, I'm going to keep doing this. I don't care what people say. Yeah. I like, Um, I like using a blog as a kind of, um, personal library, like a documentation of your creative life. Yes. And that's definitely digital shelf. Yes, and that's definitely what I've gone back to is the more personal, more of like my creative library. That's a great way to describe it and not so much of just trying to be like a, I'm going to create 100 tutorials to make people come to my blog to buy things. Exactly. I want that to be from me. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like a more authentic way of sharing rather than, you know, like making sure that you've got the right graphic to be pinned and all that stuff. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what did you learn about yourself and your art this year? So this was a big question for me because um, I suppose it had like a lot of changes throughout the year, but I learned about my, about myself that I'm more flexible than I thought. I learned that I need to learn how to ask for help a bit better, especially with like my husband and stuff. Like he's always willing to let me create like and he values it as much as I do probably more um and so yeah um everything like my complete way of cha- of creating change like um and I learned that that it that it worked out in the end and that I yeah oh the other thing this is what I was trying to figure out what I wanted to say the other thing was that when Elliot was younger, I really was completely certain that I would never create again. And I remember a lot of tears about this, that I would like never go back to my self, never be able to create anything ever again. And guess what? I can. <laughs> Everyone was right. <laughs> Everything goes back to normal. Yeah. 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 It's hard when you're in the moment to like look up and see around you. 
Yes. The things will change or you have come to a new place. Yeah. yeah. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of learning this year. Yeah, I think so. I think I learned that I do have a style and that I am talented and can do things. Um but I have to push myself and I have to work for them. Um, and I learned that I need a schedule and a lot of accountability. And I also learned that I need a lot of time outside and with other people. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Cause I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like knew that about myself, but I had never been put in a situation where I just didn't have overwhelming t- amount of time exactly. with other people. Exactly. Right. And so when it was complete opposite, I was not prepared for that. And my art suffered from it. It's good that we were. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so what does being deliberate in your creativity look like for you? Art dates. <laughs> mm. Art dates. Definitely. Like we, like you were saying, um, with setting a doctor's appointment, that kind of stuff, putting it like as important as a doctor's appointment. Yep. That is exactly what I wrote. Yeah. Um, yep. And I wrote, um, that I needed to invest in different creative projects. Uh, I need a lot more versatility. That's really interesting to me because I feel like this year I've wanted to do the same things. Huh? Mm. Yeah. So do you mean like different mediums, different ways? What do you mean by difference? I think different, all the things. Um, so this year when we moved, we started doing a lot of DIY projects when we got here and we built a like this really cool like triangular shelf Um I started like a ginormous weaving and I like made the loom myself. Um, We've redecorated a lot and done a lot of projects like that. We've like built some frames and things Um, and then, you know, painting and, you know, just doing. I And that was I have to like go way, way back and think of how I kind of got started in all of this was because I love DIY projects. And now I love the fact that I've honed in on art journaling and painting, but I need to expand that back out to more of those DIY things and just trying new things. And if I try it, you know, jewelry making one time and I hate it or it's terrible or I just lose interest, that's fine. But I need that different, those different activities. Yeah. And what about um, like, uh, do you think that you need the different activities or do you just think you need like change? Maybe um, would you be happy if you did only abstract acrylics in 2018, but like one day you painted at home and one day you painted at the beach? No, I need the different activities. Yeah. <laughs> I need that too. <laughs> I need, I need those kind of challenges too, but mm-hmm. I, I also just need the, um, yeah. And I think that goes back to just a lot of my personality and what I've learned about myself living overseas we were here for, I literally counted up. We were here for 80 days and we didn't leave the country. And I thought I was going to go insane. <laughs> um, so I need a lot of change, like consistent change kind of commotion going on. Consistent yeah. change. <laughs> yes. Like um, our previous one was the same. And now like this one is like the opposite. 
Yes. So I need to schedule in my consistent change. Right. Um, <laughs> Just have like a repeating task on your Google calendar. Change, 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 change. <laughs> Yeah. And and I do. I just, I love learning new things and taking on new projects and reading new books. And, you know, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, if you, you read self-help, people who read, you know, a hundred self-help books are not, you know, helping themselves. They're just, you know, spinning their wheels in, in the self-help books or whatever. But I read a lot of books on creativity and um, productivity and stuff because I love trying the new things. I love trying new systems and learning new ways. And and I'm I'm not wasting my time just reading. I'm doing the things in the books. Um, yeah, I just like the change of them. Yeah, you're allowed to read a million books if that leads if you do stuff with it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Last in this set, and then the next set should go faster. How does prioritizing in my life? How does prior how does prioritizing art in my life affect me? Does it make me a better wife, friend, mother? Does it relieve stress? What do you think? Uh, yes, <laughs> it does. It makes me a completely better person. It makes yeah, makes me better. Make happy wife, happy life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Obvious one. Yeah. yeah. I think it brings me so much joy and relieves a lot of stress and anxiety for me. Yeah. I think I think this question is important to ask as well because we need to realize that it is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it almost like clears my mind in a way that opens me up for whatever the next thing I need to do in my day. It like helps take away the stress of my day, but then opens me up to to the next task or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the reflection stage, the reflection questions. Yes. So that is what your year looked like creatively. And so now we're going to flip these around and ask how we want to feel creatively in 2018. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. How do you, I want to continue on with this train that I've been going towards the end of this year. Yeah. Um, continuing to harness the the more consistent making. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this new way of doing things and just to refine it and to make it better, improve it. I think I've started on the upward trajectory for that. Nice. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll hope no more sleep regressions happen. Oh, goodness, please. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I'm super excited for sleep in 2018. Like super excited. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, well, that's what we're all we're all going to have that word be our word for you for 2018. Sleep. Sleep. Mhm. Yeah, send me all the sleep vibes, please. <laughs> uh, so in 2018, I want to feel like an artist. Ooh. And I was like, what does that mean? And so I think so I thought about that. So for me to feel like an artist, I think that would mean I was spending the majority of my day making that art would be the priority over busy task, an important task, uh, but art would definitely be a priority every day. I really, really like that. I think that should be the name of your book. Feel like an artist. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then the only page inside will be 
make things. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Publishers, let oh, me know. Yes. <laughs> it's your book deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So how much how much quantity do you want to create in 2018? I'm okay with a similar level. I want to focus on quality again this year. Mm, okay. You want to make I more? wrote Yep, I want to make all the things. I want a room full of paintings, too many to hang, and that I have to sell them. And I definitely want like full art journals and days filled with making. And I, I want my home to be full of beautiful DIY projects. Oh, I like that. It's good to have like that vision, like you can see in your mind what your home will look like with all the completed projects in you know, to have that in yes. your mind's eye. Yes, and that goes back to the why. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm doing this for a reason, and it, and it motivates me. I like it. So what quality do you want to create in 2018? High quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so if, we, if you broke it down into categories, like, uh, like I want to definitely be an expert at painting, art journaling, weaving um i would like to become like a beginner at pottery and building things mm-hmm. uh, yeah i've i wrote that i like i didn't actually realize this i suppose this counts a bit towards the low quality but i want to start sketching Ooh, yeah yeah i like this that this question helps you um obtainably rate what you want to do yes. like you're not going to be a expert at sketching after just a year, mm. you know, but I feel like I'm well into my painting and art journaling practice that I, I could be definitely not an expert, yeah. but, you know, up, up there, yeah, like, but it's something like, Hey, Hey universe, I'm ready to be an expert now. Yes. Yes. You definitely have to put in that work. Um, so, yeah, so knowing your limitations and knowing where you are and how much time you're going to be able to give to those helps. And then your expectations are more appropriate and you're not so let down. So if at the end of next year I am, you know, beginning to medium good at pottery, I would be so beyond happy with that. Yeah. Um, should spend some time thinking about um defining that and become and being more exact with that what does beginner to me mean does that mean you've made one nice bowl what would you be happy Ooh. with again honestly i'd be happy with like a full set of dishware but <laughs> to be realistic yeah like i would like you know a house full of nice things that I had made like planters and mugs. Maybe I won't be at the level to make a full set of dishware yet. Mm. Um, but have useful, beautiful things that I had made and was happy enough with the quality to use them as a planter. Um, I also have on, on here things like my style and my wardrobe and my home, you know, those are ways you express your creativity and so wanting to invest more in them creatively is is important too that's a cool one you and i spoke about that a lot about the um having a home that reflects us Mm -hmm. and it, it, it takes a lot of work and money to do that um but i have found that the more we invest in in making our home beautiful and reflect us that much we're so much happier here in it yeah 
Yeah. Um, so what what new things do you want to do? So new avenues. I am trying to take some art courses on campus here at the university because I can take them for free. Um, but they just don't offer a lot and it's a very small department with a lot of students. So it's hard to get in. So I'm, I'm working on that. Um, and I want to learn more about my phot- photography and Photoshop and web design. Ooh, yay. Oh, which is not the most fun, but it will definitely make my creative life easier if my skills are a little bit better you're doing very well already with that learning (laughs) (laughs) what about you what new avenues do you want to hone in on uh like i said the sketching and being able to draw like i've always um i was actually speaking to misty about this misty grenade and um we've both always seen like sketching as and drawing like that is like the currency of being an artist you know like if you can draw then you're an artist and it's kind of like the whole like fun art thing like if you studied fun art at university then you're an artist anyway so it's just like something that I've always wanted to be able to do but it is so intimidating and I'm so bad at it like I'm legit bad but I figure that there's definitely like one kind of drawing that I would be good at um, or that I could be good at. And I just need to figure out what that is. And in order to do that, I just need to put in the hours. So I'm going to put in the Mm -hmm. hours for drawing and I'm going to try and figure out what I can draw. So that's my number one. I also want to um, refine my bookbinding skills and uh, dig deeper into that. And then the third one um, is writing and journaling. Mm, very nice. Yeah. Hey, that's actually – that's I, sorry, that's interesting. <laughs> so you've got the web design and I've got the writing and that is the yeah. other person's So we can just switch yeah. roles. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing another Freaky Friday next year. Yep. Yes, I definitely um, – want to work more on morning pages and committing to writing more yes and for pleasure more like not only for work I think so I don't know that that's a hard one for me because it's like I don't want to be a writer but I am learning that I am that's like a huge part of what I do for get messy and for myself and, and I am good at it and I love it. And as a child, like this is the nerdiest thing ever. As a kid, I went to writing summer camp. (laughs) Um, so I mean, I've always loved it and that's what I kind of thought I wanted to do. And I don't want to write fiction. That's definitely not like, I would like to sit down and write a fiction novel in my spare time. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know exactly what that looks like for me, but I do love writing. You know, I love writing for Brush Magazine and I love writing for my blog and just more, you know, again, just going back to morning pages. If anyone doesn't know what those are, you need to look those up by Julia Cameron. Um, they just set my day on a whole different course whenever I do them. Yeah. Um, I think you did a big blog post I did. on. We can link that. Yep. Morning, how, how morning pages can change your life, will change your life. Yep. 
I will link to that for sure. Um, So how can we fight against the stuff that prevented us from creating what we wanted to? I just imagine myself farting, Elliot. Yeah, I think that just comes over time for me. You? You? Yeah. Um, I'm reading my notes and I feel like my sentence doesn't make sense. Um, I think, oh, I think I know what it means. I think I'm going to limit myself on how much computer work I do and how much just poking around and get messy that I do. Because I just feel like it's one of those things that I can eternally tweak and write new newsletters and share new posts. And those are great. And I want to do that for people, but I also have to prioritize myself in that. And um, I have to limit how much time I am on, you know, just on my computer in general, I think. And I think, again, I said I needed that external accountability. So taking actual classes in person will hold me so much more accountable to stuff. And then I want to teach more classes in person. There's a really great community here in the the Emirate that I live in and they have courses all the time. And, and I just need to like suck it up and email them because I know that they would love it if I taught a class. I just, you know, have been nervous, you know, and just putting it off and saying that I'm too busy. Oh, uh, Lauren, um, I dare you yes. to write that email today. All right, I'm writing that. <laughs> there we go. I can appeal to your um, obliging nature. <laughs> I know. I Do know. For me. I'm going to uh, check up tonight. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it, no, no, it, it'll take me like 30 seconds exactly. to write it. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, so how are you going to prioritize your creativity in 2018? I am sending my son to daycare um, to the, he's got a, he, at the moment he goes to a day mother uh, for four hours a day. And initially that was just to like, give me a break and to um, allow me to actually work a little bit and also for him to learn German and make friends and all that stuff. And next year I'm going to send him for less days but a little bit longer hours so that I can get a little bit deeper into all the things that I want to do Mm. now that he's older it's going to work out nicely very nice I feel like um this year because he has been such a big barrier to my creating that I've ignored any other barriers you know um when I have had time then I didn't worry like is this good enough um where are my supplies? You know, like there's been no other excuses mm-hmm. for me. It's just been baby. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's an awesome place to be at, like to have no like, you know, internal self-judgment. I think that's true. And, hey, yeah. I think that that's what I've been realizing at near the end of this year is that it is actually quite nice to have only one excuse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I've noticed that personally also. The more things that I have to do, the more I get done and the less judgmental I am of how I do them. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't want to overschedule myself just to be busy, but sometimes I need to do that. I need to push myself to have things on the calendar yeah. just so I can create that urgency in, in the time. Uh, I also know that when I write it down on the – 
on my to-do list and not just like go make something. And sometimes that's fun. But for me, when I say like go work on my weaving for an hour, I will actually do it because I want to check off that to-do list. And so that's definitely something I'm going to use a lot more next year. And um, so Elise Blaha, um, she's like, it's EliseJoy.com. Enjoyit.com. Anyway, I'll link to it. Um, She sends out a free yearly, daily, it's for the year, daily habit tracker. And so I am using it um, in my, I've got it hung up in my art studio right above my painting desk. And I am just merely going to mark every day that I do something creative that I'm over at that desk just to give myself a visual example of how much I am or am not creating each day. Yes. And I know that will encourage me to fill it up. Um, but you can get these trackers free or you can make your own or use a calendar or whatever you want to use. But I'm very interested to see because in my mind, I feel like I'm not making anything. But I'm looking at my office and I've got plenty of art hung up that I've made. So there's some kind of discrepancy here and what my mind and my hands are both thinking. So I'm really excited to see what the truth is behind that. Uh-huh. I love it. Um, thank you. So how are you going to prioritize your art? Same way. How, why did I make these two different questions last year? What is the difference to you between your creativity and your art? Well, I think your creativity is the force of nature mm. and your art, I feel like is, is a physical. Yeah. Like the outcome. Acts. Yeah. The output, like you can count your art. You ha- you cannot count your creativity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have again, just like you said, the same thing, like just putting it first and giving it meaning and responsibility um, and just making sure that I like nurture and protect that time that I have mm-hmm. and, and really hone in on that why. Mm-hmm. So last question. If you've been tracking with us, there have been 18 questions so far. Um, is there one word that you would like to summarize that would summarize what you'd like to invite in in 2018 for your creativity? Yeah, I suppose this goes hand in hand with a, what the one little word that Ellie, Ellie Edwards does. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have a word for this year, Lauren? You know, I always make up words and forget them like in like three seconds. I stopped trying to do this. <laughs> I do have a word for this year, but. Yeah. Did you? I did. My word was level and I made it because I knew that I was going to have a baby. So I thought that, you know, like level has so many different meanings. Could mean to like level up to improve things it could mean level to like you know like leveling when you I always imagine it with when you're building a a wall and you have Mm -hmm. the concrete and you're leveling it or like leveling Mm -hmm. your foundation in your house my dad's a builder so that's why that always sticks with me so I think that I definitely took the latter thing the latter meaning for it like just leveling out my life it's like calm down a lot and so um, next year I'm actually using, you know, the word that we are focusing on with get messy as well, which is, um, refinement. And I'm using that in my life as well. It's just to refine everything and not, um, not be doing the same thing repeatedly rather 
um, hmm, how can it like not not to be doing a whole bunch of nonsense and rather mm-hmm. doing a little bit of greatness. Yes. Did you read the book Essentialism? We've talked about this before. Yes. You did not like it? No. Well, which is very weird because he has got exactly the type of thing that I would like, but I didn't like it, the book. Yeah. I loved <laughs> it. So <laughs> there's your 50-50 opinion there. Um <laughs> but we'll link to it, but it, it just talks about that, just refining and and just prioritizing and being able to know what's important and mm-hmm. protecting your time. It helped me a lot when I was working full-time um, and I shared a lot of that with my leadership team about how to protect our so time. Maybe, maybe I need to read it again now that I have no time because I read it when I had mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. yes. Exactly. Exactly. I think that would make a make a difference for you. What word do you want to invite? Um, so it's a definitely like a vision, mm-hmm. um, but I'm using the word artist uh, again yes. because I definitely and I have I've had this like very exact vision in my mind for years of what I think an artist looks like and what. I would envision and hope that my life would look like. Um, and, and so, you know, I just kind of wrote out like a description of what that would be like. And it's just someone who's just making every day and sees the world as art. Um, and it's just not ashamed and it's not messy and just follows whims and uniqueness and, and DIYs everything. And, um, yeah, I think as I've just been transitioning out of, I don't want to call it corporate world, but, you know, working at a very conservative school, you know, on the administration team, I, you know, things were very like clear cut on this is how you do things. This is how you dress. And and I definitely pushed all those boundaries, but, but being able to really feel like own who I am and who I want to be and follow those whims and become this artist person that I crave to be. And, and there's, I'm thinking about those artist people that I know and love and, and wanting to move more towards that, that freedom. I think that's what a lot of it is freedom and my sense of self and the prioritization of art making. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And so, and I'll be, I'll turn 30 next year. Me too. We are old. I know it's so weird. So it's like a whole new chapter of life. I am. I know you are not, but I am excited to be thirty. I yeah. I don't know. I just I just did think this is what it would be like to get to thirty. I was born like seventy five, so I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I was born like Captain Safety, so I'm always like. My Tara always tells me I'm like a grandma. I'm like, don't touch that. Don't eat that. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't feel grown up enough to be 30. I'm ready. <laughs> um, give you some but I will say. You'll give me some what? Some of my, my years. <laughs> I don't need them. No, but I will say I do. I think I have come to this point. So we live on a university campus and I get constantly stopped and asked if I'm a student. It was 
very embarrassing recently. I met like the highest person up at the university and they asked me if I was a exchange student. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's so embarrassing. I was like, I'm your neighbor. Um, but I, so like, I definitely appreciate, I guess, that I still look like I'm 12, but it is so nice to have like the confidence yes. and just, oh God, not caring. Cause I do, I watch these college students care so yeah. hard and I want to be like, oh gosh, just let go of that just a little bit. Um, now we sound old. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 2018 is going to be, it's going to be a good year for creativity. Yes. Beautiful. And it's got such a nice like look with the eight in it. Like <laughs> <laughs> You are weird with the symmetry. It's going to be good. Good year. Yeah. So I hope listening to us ramble on and talk about um, how we viewed our creativity this year, where we've struggled, the successes we've had, what we're hoping for, and how we're working towards that. Because like Kaylee was saying at the beginning, you can't just sit back and let this happen to you. You have to happen to it. Um, and so I just always go back to let's let's like do like a creative book like super fast recommendation for people who like want to jumpstart their creativity in 2018. I would say if you're having trouble with productivity or scheduling things, essentialism. And then I would say Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert for just like learning about what inspiration is, how you have to do creative work. And then The Creative Habit by Twyla Tharp. She's just all about practical ways of following, like working in your creativity again. And then The Artist Way by Julia Cameron is a 12-week, nine-week? I can't remember. Do you know, Kaylee? It's some, something like that. It's like a spiritual, creative journey. It's got these incredible um, activities, and it, it it just it really sets you up to focus in on your creativity each and every week, and it's it's definitely a game changer. Yeah. What else? Did I miss any, any important books that I feel like are like vital for people wanting to – take their creativity by the reins mm, you, you there's my course i have a course about um combining creativity and productivity and i'm a bit biased mm. but i say that, that like that is awesome uh it is absolutely <laughs> awesome it's called level up and we will have links to it um and yeah. So Ooh. okay. So Ooh, what would you say? I've got a Go really good book. Um, oh, Danny yeah. Gregory's "Be Creative Before Breakfast," "Draw Before Breakfast," something like that. Basically, it's by Danny Gregory, and we'll add it to the show notes. But um, it's going to help me for my drawing journey. And it's just basically that there are no excuses. You can be creative, and you can draw and you there's yeah you don't need to wait for inspiration and all of that you can just get it done which i like yes all right so we're going to do some shameless plugs right now for some courses that you can take to level up your creativity in 2018 so you can start with kaylee's productivity class um it is really awesome it's a huge course like there's so much good stuff in there um you can 
be a part of Get Messy. So you can get ask for the gift of Get Messy, um, or you can gift it to yourself. And like I said, you can join either you can join monthly, seasonally, or yearly, and you can just commit to investing in art journaling every day, every week for 2018. Um, if you are just looking for a project to do, my new course, Stories From Here, came out. And so it is a 100-photo, 100-story class prompt with prompts. So it's got 200 prompts in total that will walk you through how to tell the story of where you live. So that could be a fun project for you to do to kick off your year, um, to get started with your creativity. What else? Can you think of any other really great online courses people could take? All of the ones in the Get Missy shop. <laughs> Oh gosh, yes. There's so many. So if you just wanted to like go in deep on a um, specific um, medium or technique, there are so many. There's uh, pen and ink classes. There's galaxy paint. How to paint galaxies. There's so many good specific art courses in the Get Messy shop too. Yeah, and I think like um, to reach your creative goals, it's always good to get as specific as you can. And so if you know exact, like you narrow it down as finely as you can, and then you just figure out how to do that. So like for me, I want to learn how to draw, but that is really big and overwhelming and ridiculous. So then I'll think, okay, I want to learn how to draw a pen. And then, you know, and then I can just Google that. Like I can't go, like you can Google how to draw, but it's very overwhelming. But if I've got like a very specific thing, then it's a lot easier. Yes, absolutely. And you can definitely Google and work, you know, kind of DIY your way through anything. But the time you're going to waste doing that, I always recommend just paying 20 bucks, paying 50 bucks, whatever it is, take the online course where someone has already done all the work and gathered everything for you and put it together and will walk you through it step by step. Um, I always think that that is it's like it's twenty dollars worth all the time and effort you would have lost trying to figure it out yourself. Exactly. And then in turn you get to support a really awesome artist. Yeah. Um win so, win win win. Wait, what does Michael Scott say? Win win win. If it's a win win win. <laughs> yep. And you can yeah, and you can just Google for any class. I mean, you don't have to take one of our classes. There are so many incredible online art courses out there that you can take that will help you prioritize your creativity in 2018. Exactly. And in case you didn't know this, but you definitely should prioritize your creativity. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you have listened to an hour and 15 minutes of us talking about this, hopefully you are um, on board with that. And so we want to see what you're making. So make sure that you share. If you answer these questions, we'd love to see a picture of your journal or hear some of your important answers. Oh, and definitely what word you want to invite in for 2018. So share that under the how she creates hashtag. And again, you can get the show notes and questions at lauren-likes.com slash podcast. And you can sign up for the newsletter lauren-likes.com slash newsletter. And so this is the last episode for 2018. I'm going to take a few weeks off to travel and to rest, not be lazy, but to rest and regroup. And then I already have a couple of really fun episodes scheduled for you for 2018 to kick off about mid-January. And then um, we're going to be 
I am reevaluating the podcast a little bit. I always do a lot of soul searching whenever I take this month off and travel. And so if there's something different you would like to hear in the podcast, please let me know. And um, yeah, I just want this place to be inspiring, but also productive for you that you are taking things that you can turn around and make and do immediately from this podcast. So Thank you, Kaylee, for sharing all of your wisdom and for writing these incredible questions for us. Thanks, Lauren. Yeah, and we will definitely have Kaylee back way more next (laughs) next year, I promise for sure. I'm going to make her. And um, yeah, so we just can't wait to see you and see all the creativity that's going to come out in 2018. Good chatting to you, Lauren. Yeah. All right. Have a great holiday, friends. We'll see you next year. Thank you so much for listening to How She Creates. I would love to see how you create. Share what you're making on Instagram using the hashtag HowSheCreates. If you love learning about creativity with me, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. Grab your art supplies and I'll meet you back here next week for another episode of How She Creates.